0: Dealers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Moats on your 24/7 home of the Black and Gold
1: S.N.R. Back on the Blitz, it's Wesley Euler and Arthur Moats having some fun here as we always do. But particularly on a Thursday when we have got plenty to get into. God bless football. God bless free agency. Always giving us something to talk about around here. I enjoyed uh, getting a little classroom from Arthur Moats there on Miles Jack and the linebackers and the defense. Uh, Moatsy, let's let's stick with that. Let's keep talking defense. Let's keep talking some of these moves. So we know, again, the five official free agency signings so far for the Steelers. Quarterback Mitch Trubisky, offensive lineman Mason Cole and James Daniels, cornerback Levi Wallace, and linebacker Miles Jack. Those are, again, the official ones as Motz and I record this on uh, – Thursday night, and you're listening to it Friday, right? Those are the uh, Ma- ones March that are... March 17th, social-
0: for those that... Yeah, March 17th, for those
1: wondering which, uh, little, they, which Thursday s- is it? It's the 17th. Little St. Patrick's Day out there, our Hermotes. Well, you know I am Irish,
0: so you know I, I love my holiday. Thank you very much. I, yeah, I know. Where, where's your green at? You know. I
1: know. Listen, I'm drinking out of a green cup. I mean, the, the listeners can't see it, but I, uh, you know, I got, I've got my Arthur Moats. Hey. You know, McGuire Memorial, teeing it up with Arthur Moats. My mozzarella green go. cup here, huh? There we go. I see you. I see you. Uh huh. We got the Penguins on. We got March Madness on. I'm talking some football with my cousin. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. Um. So those are the 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 five official um guys that have been added. It's rumored though or or added. Yeah, I guess, I guess added because those those are all free agents who were who were previously not with the Pittsburgh right. Steelers. It is is being reported pretty widely though Arthur Motes, that the Steelers will be retaining one of their own and that would be a guy that you and I talked about on the last episode that we've talked about a few times throughout this offseason process. Cornerback Akella Witherspoon. Had a quiet start to his Steelers career this past year, was obviously traded fifth round pick uh to the Seattle Seahawks. Came in, played a little bit, didn't have a ton of success, sat for a little bit, and then came back and was really strong down the stretch to end the season. Again, not official yet, but reports out there from some really credible sources that uh Akella Witherspoon and the Steelers, they've agreed to the same contract that Levi Wallace just signed. Two years, eight million dollars. And mozi if that all is true and, and comes to fruition and there's no changing of the minds or anything like that. Um, to me, to get both of those guys locked up, Levi Wallace and, and Akella Witherspoon, to those type of deals, um, I I think that's very encouraging. I think that is part of why you can spend on guys like Miles Jack, hopefully keeping Edmonds. Um, you know, there's been some rumors about some other big name safeties and guys in there, but um, your reaction to Akello Witherspoon and the the pretty credible reports that it it seems like the Steelers and his camp have, have come to an agreement here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I like it a lot if it is true. My biggest issue was I was like, man, why is it taking so long? I remember at first we got reports of it, uh, I think it was Monday initially, where you know yes. it was like, hey man, deal is essentially done. And here we are, like I said, on Thursday, and we're like, All right, is it happening or is it not happening? But now we're getting more reports saying that it is happening. So You know, through that whole roller coaster, Akello's a good player. Akello's a player that really developed while he came here to Pittsburgh. And I think of the deal that he had in Seattle, if I remember correctly, um, when he left from San Fran, it was very similar in a sense. But obviously it didn't work out there. And that's ultimately why they traded him to us, you know, going into that first year of the deal. I do think, though, for him now, being being that he earned that money here because it is different, right? And, and, and the way he got paid in Seattle was different. He played in San Fran initially, then Seattle paid him, but yeah, they ended yeah. up trading him that first year. This situation is different because he had to re, you know, define his market. He had to show that he could still play on the outside at a high level and was worthy of you know, a multi-year deal in a sense. And to me, I do think it's going to mean more to him. I think that you know, he's going to come back, especially if the reports are true. I think that he comes back into this uh, DB room with a lot more confidence as well. Because you have to remember, man, the way that it started out for him, like you said, it was rocky at first. He didn't have a ton of success. And then he sat for a little while. But then for him to come back and create the turnovers that he was able to create, the splash plays, I mean, that was the difference maker. And he looked like a totally different player. His confidence was through the roof. And that was one of the biggest reasons why he played well. And the defense began to play even better as well down the stretch. So with the Kello, I mean, when you talk about him, Levi Wallace, Cam Sutton, those three guys right there are a formidable group. Arthur Malette in the slot—that's a formidable player yeah, in the slot. Yeah. I, I like, I like that mode. Now, could you still add to that room? I don't see why you couldn't, especially in the draft. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like those guys complement each other well. Akello is a guy that we're anticipating developing into, two, developing into a cornerback one. Levi Wallace is a clear cornerback two, strong mm-hmm. cornerback two. Cam Sutton, strong cornerback too as well, or extremely high in slot corner. Yep. So you have a lot of flexibility with those guys with Akello back into the conversation. Now, for me, that in itself makes me feel happy about the move. That in itself makes the contract worth it because now you have options. And that's all you want, man. You want to have options, man, but quality options. And that's what you get with Akello being back on the fold now.
1: No, I think you're absolutely right. You you operated in a way that like you mentioned if if pick 20 rolls around in the draft and and in a corner falls to you you could still take that guy if if, if it's the mm-hmm. second or third round and you think there's great value there you could still take that guy but now you don't feel like you Like it's, it's, it's not this incredible sense of urgency that you have to add a corner. And again, as as you, as you and I have have pointed out, that's where Kevin Colbert, that's where the Steelers like to operate. They don't want to handcuff themselves to somebody. They also don't want to be pigeonholed into, okay, we have to go and select this position in the first or second round because we don't have any of this. You know, it's, you know, I, I mentioned the name Mark Barron at the end of our last segment, it's kind of like what they did there. You know, they they signed yeah, Mark Bar- they signed Mark Barron in free agency, but that didn't stop them from moving up in the draft and taking Devin Bush as well, too. That mm-hmm. those are the types of moves that the Steelers like to make um where you feel like you've got security there, but you also haven't really like pushed all of your chips in with that position group and and you've still got some flexibility and that's what these deals with Akello and with levi wallace i think allow you to accomplish like you mentioned you've got guys who belong uh you add cam sutton to that mix you've got some guys who can play yeah I'm, i'm not gonna sit here and lie there's no you know there's no number one lockdown corner absolute stud like all pro type in that group i'm talking but those are all those are all good football players and you've got them all for fair price and i you know, that's allowed you to do some other stuff. I Now as I look at it too, I, I come back to Edmonds. Like that, am I am I wrong to say that that feels like the priority right now? I mean, I, Tyron Matthews' names being thrown around, I just, I, that that's the one thing that feels left to me that you have to accomplish before you get to the draft. Is that fair to say? I mean, if you had your
0: druthers though, would you rather, you know, roll with Edmonds or would you try to spend a little bit more for a Tyron Matthew?
1: See, OK, I'm glad I'm glad you asked that, because I was I was I was trying to get there eventually. And you just you just yeah. threw it right down on the table. So let's well, do it.
0: Because, you know, me, I, I like to, you know, we don't have to take the scenic route. Let's get right to the
1: destination. We don't have to take the scenic route. Let's Come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 which one we sell you on Edmonds and then turn around and sell you on the honey badger. I don't think it's that. I don't think we got to be that. No. So it's just, hey, we know one's going to cost a lot more than the other. One is older than the other. One is homegrown. One is a little bit more physical, but one is more of a gifted playmaker. So it's kind of personal preference. That's what I really wanted to know. Like, how, how do you feel about that?
1: I mean, you 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 just said it. If you're just asking me in a big picture view, right? Edmonds or or, or Tyron Matthew? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm going to say Tyron Matthew. But when you bring in their age, their experience with the team, their their mm-hmm. continuity with Minka Fitzpatrick, and obviously mm-hmm. their 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 price tag that's, that's where I, I give some pause. I understand. Listen, I I know what we're doing in free agency. I understand why people are so geeked on Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, super bowl champion, just a guy who's a blast to watch play football. But you, I think you would, you would probably know this better than me. Like, do, do you think he could play Edmonds role? Because that's not the question. The question isn't who's a better football player. The question is how does he fit with what the Steelers want him to do? Can he be that mm-hmm. hundred plus tack? Can he be that hundred-plus tackle guy who stays healthy every single game, who takes away the tight end from the other team? That's what I'm not so sure of. Can Tyra Matthew do a lot of things better than Edmonds? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those three things are what I want from that position. The ability for 90 Hundred ninety or a hundred tackles, the ability to stay on the field, and 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 the ability to take away tight ends, and and I honestly I don't know if Matthew does that better than Edmonds right now. I would agree, and that
0: is the part that gets overlooked when we're talking about Tyron Matthew. Is obviously a marquee name, but to me, Tyron is more of what we already have in Minka Fitzpatrick, in terms of being able to float around, in terms of being able to read the quarterback and make plays. Now, obviously, Minka has in our time frame he really operates a lot more in the post right in the middle of the field but we've seen some of his best plays have been what when he's in the box when he's able to jump routes yeah. when he's yeah. able to read the quarterback that's what Tyron Matthew does. Tyron is a smaller safety so when you ask, you know, can he have a hundred tackles stay healthy and guard these bigger body tight ends I don't personally feel like he's going to be able to do that better than a tarot Edmonds. I think that his coverage I think he's a savvy cover guy I think that he has great ball skills and he reads routes at a high level, but he can be a little bit at a disadvantage based on his size. Yeah. Whereas with Edmonds, Edmonds is a bigger body safety. And that's why he's, he's able to play a lot more physical down by the box. That's why, I mean, if you wanted to, you could even convert Edmonds to a linebacker. And he, I, feel, I still think he could thrive there just because of the size and speed that he plays with and the physicality that he has. They are very different. It's, it's no different when we're talking about, well, you remember the age-old conversation. Ed Reed versus Troy Polamalu. <laughs> right. Who's the better player? Right. Who do you want? This is exactly what we're doing again. When we're talking about Edmonds versus Tyron Matthew, they're different players. Different, they're like different they, players. They, 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 They're different players. They're different players in the sense of what you ask them to do. You don't want Tyron having to be in that box, being the guy taking on blockers. <laughs> you want him to be your float e- guy, exactly. the free guy. that reads quarterback's exactly. jump routes. Use his savviness, his disguise. That's what you want from the honey badger. But you already have a guy that does that at a high level and Mika Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. So that's my only hang up with the honey badger. I just feel like you, you, you kind of overkill a position in a sense, even though, like I said, it will be fun. He's a smash of a, of a name and we know his productivity yeah. yeah. in terms of, but in terms of the fit, I necessarily don't think that he fits Edmund's role in the way that Edmund's could fit that role and the way that we've already seen Edmund's fit that role and ultimately how it allows Mika to do some of the things that Mika does. And that's just my only hang up with this, you know, situation. And I know, like I said, I don't want to be the buzzkill. I feel like I'm the buzzkill when we talk like this. No,
1: I'm I'm but, with you.
0: It's but that is to me the reality of it.
1: The the people who are doing the whole yeah, side and Tyra Matthew, and all of a sudden we got the, I don't know, man. It it reminds me of that like that dream what the dream team Eagles tried to do yeah, a decade absolutely. ago. Like collect get every a bunch, big
0: name, get all the collect these names. a bunch
1: of really good players. Yeah. But then ask them to do things that, that, that they've they never do. done or, or, yeah. or aren't necessarily their skill set. That that's right. that's where I'm at right. too. And, and, I,
0: and we're not saying, and we're not even saying that Tyron can't do some of the things that Edmonds does. We're just saying that we don't think he could do it to that level that Edmonds does in terms of the tackling and the physicality part.
1: Mm-hmm. And again, Matthew is a guy who is now 30 years old. He's a guy who has had his issues with health in the you know he he has not had a completely clean bill of health and been available for entire seasons if you're going to ask that guy all of a sudden to play a more physical role i uh, that's that is a, a substantial change and and i'm with you I, if, if you're asking me right now, all things considered, I think I would rather have Edmonds back than I don't think I know I would rather have Edmonds back than than get yeah. Tyron Matthew. And again, I know that that's not not that's not popular. And I'm not saying that I think Edmonds is a better football player than Tyron. Matthew. Correct, it's different.
0: That, We're not saying that. That's a difference. Yes,
1: <laughs> exactly. It's 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 you know the the comparison of Troy and Ed when they technically play different positions, but everyone just sees safety is. Mm-hmm. It, it would it would be like asking a guy who's played guard his entire career to sign him and bring him in, and he's thirty years old, and suddenly you want to move him to tackle. You know, like
0: oh, hey, they play O line. O line is the same. They play it's offensive O-line line. line I mean, what yeah, it's O line. Move him around. Yeah.
1: It, it, it's like bringing somebody in who's been a slot receiver for eight years, and all of a sudden you want him to, to to line up outside the numbers and go down the field and and make combat mm-hmm. catches and big plays. I just, again, I know Tyron Matthew is a fantastic football player. That is not what I'm arguing. But part of me worries about some of that square peg round hole stuff if if that yeah. were to be the move. And I yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks to you now, I think that's fair. No, absolutely, man. No,
0: no question. I mean, very similar to the conversation we were having about Miles Jack and Devin Bush, saying that both of those guys are very similar in terms of their skill set, and why I think you need to add a different flavor in there. Otherwise, you're going to see you know one of these guys excelling and the other guy kind of making the best of a situation versus. Them playing to the best of their ability. And I think that that is a very, it's different. But I did have one hang up on everything that you said. Okay. Okay. You mentioned Tyron Matthews' age. You said he was 30 years old. What you was trying to say by that? Because, you know, I just had a birthday.
1: Hey, I'm I'm 31. So I'm old too, baby. You
0: know, you know, as a 34 year old man now, I take offense to these 30 now. Hold on. Now, hold on. So, 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 what you mean? He's 30. No, what? what did you mean by that talk, talk to me real quick oh, talk, talk to me
1: for are the most 30 years old in football years is not the same as 30 years old in <laughs> non football years. you know it's like those it's like that dog it's like those dog years that we've joked about before <laughs> you and we i are still you and i at 34 and 31 are still young uh, maybe not young yeah, but yeah. we're not old we're definitely not old yeah. but uh, for a football player eh, right, unless right, you play right. unless you play quarterback and no one's allowed to touch you or, yeah, or you know, kick, kick, kicker, punter, kick, kicks he will love to, kicks he will love to. I yeah. mean, geez, what Adam Vinatieri played till he was like fifty-seven years old, didn't he? I, I was mean, about to say he he
0: probably has kids older than his teammates right now. He's like, got it's
1: crazy. Kids older than his yeah, <laughs> and you know what, too? Uh, this I had some tweets saved here that I figured we'd get to in the last segment, but this one yeah, I fits, fits this conversation. Uh, Alex tweeted us, and as always, I know we we haven't been doing these shows live, but you can tweet us all the time when we're live and we're not live. At Wesley Euler, at the body52. The body. Alex wants to know: would you guys rather if you could only keep one and say that the cost is about the same? Juju or Edmonds at this point? I'm going Edmonds. For,
0: yeah, I, I would agree. Actually, you go first. Though. I'll let you finish. I'm sorry.
1: No, 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 no. Um, I just let me put it this way. The way I'm looking at it is, I think you can replace a juju or what juju would bring much easier than Edmonds, and you can do that via the draft. You and I have have had this conversation recently, like a- around the combine, how this is a loaded year for wide receivers, and it feels like we've been saying that a lot lately. Like there are in these draft classes now, wide receiver is just one of those positions. There's seven, eight, nine guys in every class. Mm-hmm that can come in and have an impact and be very good right away and on cheap rookie deals. I think it's a lot easier to find that at wide receiver than it is. Certainly it's, it's safety. Um, and I, I, I think for that reason, I would go Edmonds.
0: Yeah, for me, man, similar concept. Um, when you think of what Edmonds does, I think that Edmonds has been, you know, especially a more productive player in the sense of we've seen Edmonds develop. We've seen Edmonds consistently play at a high level. Whereas with Juju, it was mixed results, right? When he was with A.B. and he was more of a number two, he excelled. When he, you know, was no longer with A.B. and he had to be the guy getting a lot more attention, he struggled. Then, you know, he essentially became the designated slot receiver. But we know that Juju's game isn't predicated on speed. It's predicated on him being able to use body position, toughness, physicality. But in the slot, you you want a guy that is able to win in a hurry. That's why typically your slot receivers are smaller, quicker players. And that's why Ray Ray McLeod got so many opportunities towards the end of the season as well because of the ability to win in a hurry, the ability to get open in a hurry. And when you look at this draft class, like you said, man, there are multiple players that you could potentially pick from that could come in and, and, I think, excel in that slot role just because of the help that they have from Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. And whether you're Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, or whoever is going to be the starting quarterback this year, you want a guy in the slot that can win now. You want a guy in the slot that wins in a hurry because that takes the pressure off of you. It allows that quarterback to know he always has a safety valve. And I just don't think that Juju is going to be able to consistently give that to us in the way that I think these quarterbacks are going to need. They're going to be in separation. Hmm. Whereas when Juju had Ben, Ben had pinpoint accuracy. So think about even when we would see Juju winning in routes, it was what, great ball placement on the backside of this helmet and Juju makes a great combat catch. It wasn't a ton of Juju's running away from guys and we're hitting them wide open in stride. That's just not his game. And it's okay, but when you're talking about having quarterbacks that aren't, you know, franchise caliber, aren't Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks, you want to help those guys. You want guys that have, you know, they they generate separation because the more separation you get, the the more quarterback friendly you are. Right, and that's right. just something that Juju's game is not based on right now.
1: Oh man, I like it when we're on the same page. You know, I do. I do too, man. I do too. That's it. That was a good. That was a good question from Alex, and uh, and we got a. No, I like go, that, man. Absolutely. Couple, couple more tweets here, that but yeah, those you know, right now, those feel like the two positions of. That are still some there's the priority positions, if you will, strong safety yes. and, and wide receiver, um, whether it be free agency, whether it be in the draft, you know, I listen, we we can continue to have the quarterback conversation all day. And we've done a lot of that. Right. And Obviously, once the season starts and training, we're going to we're going to continue to do all that. But right now, I really only feel unsettled, right? And I'm I'm doing the air quotes there. Right. But I really only feel unsettled about strong safety and about adding another wide receiver. But as we sit here, Arthur Motes, that's not a terrible place to be because you've still got free agency yeah. time. You obviously still have the draft. If you're looking at those as kind of really right mm-hmm. now, your only yeah. standout positions of need. That's it's a pretty good place to be, I think.
0: Well, I, I did want to ask you, how do you feel about D-line?
1: you're you're confident there too mm-hmm. see that you know what that all that all hinges a- ask on for a, friend. Ask that all, for a friend that all that all hinges on stefan to it right and that's just i don't man i mean like we could continue mm-hmm. to have the same conversation we've been having there for 10 months um yeah. maybe not 10 months eight months you know ever since july however long that's been. yes um that's, that's Because that point. that
0: was that was a big issue last year, right? That's In a, terms that's of a fair point. when Tyson went down, we were missing that, and we still don't have a hard confirmed yes just yet. So do we? We've you, got we've
1: got uh, expressing and it, desires to play. Yeah, and we've got this yeah. and that, and yeah, yeah.
0: And especially, like I said, the further free agency goes along, you miss out on that opportunity to potentially bring in an impact guy or guy of his caliber. And now it does kind of force your hand a little bit in the draft. If you wait that long to address this position.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And, and, and that's just, you know, that's what, that's what I was asking. Like, yo, are you, how confident are you? Cause I don't share that same confidence. If you are very confident with the D line right now,
1: <laughs> it's just, let's just nab Jordan Davis at pick 20 and then we'll, we'll be, we'll be all right. We'll keep it moving. Well, well, you know, I, I keep seeing people talk about
0: Fletcher Cox all of a sudden. You know, he's he from your, your your favorite place now, Philly. You know, you know he's from your he's he from your spot now. That's that's your Ooh. spot. You, know, you, you love you love you some Philly. We know you love some Philadelphias. Okay,
1: uh, just 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 the cheese steaks just the chickie and pizza for yours, truly. And the, hey, and hey, just hey. the just the cheesesteaks and the chickie and pizza and all those delicious Come on now. all those delicious italian places in south hey the hey, hey, hey hey you know that's Let's that's go. interesting though because that was one of the around the league things that i had for you was was the release of yeah. fletcher cox but i think you and i have talked about this a little bit in the past when his name was mentioned around the steelers like it it, it trade deadlines and things like that right. Love the player. I don't know if, if the technique that he's played would fit the Steelers' defense. That's the only thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because he's definitely more of a penetrator, more of a free-flowing pass rusher, whereas here, you know, our D lineman on run plays, you're going to have to hat in hands, and we need to take on these blocks, baby. Yeah. Keep these linebackers free a little bit. Yeah. Pass rush, not pass rush, he'll be fine. But I will say this, man. The way the game has shifted, we do play a lot more of our nickel package, which is where we it's have true. TJ I sniff and no nose guard, right? We'll just have four down linemen. So if we're running that predominantly, could he excel in that role and make you know make do when it's base? I think he could. But at what price point are you willing to pay for that type of service? And that's you know, the other part of the equation, because I don't anticipate him being a cheap player either, because of how productive he's been throughout his career.
1: No, me either. I mean, he's he's been one of the best defensive linemen of this era. You Long, know, he's, long,
0: long time. Long, 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 long time. Long time.
1: Like, he's not Aaron Donald. But, I mean, then again, who is Aaron Donald? I mean, if I'm Very comparing true. everybody to Aaron Donald. There ain't going to be many. The conversation's going to end pretty quickly. Um, yep. If I think kind of like Aaron Donald stands alone and then J.J. Watt is kind of like a like a step behind him in terms of this mm-hmm. era – Fletcher Cox might be that that third guy on that list. Yeah, but um, like he has
0: to be in that conversation, man.
1: Cam Hayward's in that conversation, certainly. But, man, Fletcher Cox, he's got the accolades and he's got the Super Bowl ring. And, and we all know that that ring uh, kind of you know puts you – at another level in these conversations as well, too. And let's let's be clear about it. He was a big part of that. I mean, he was he was oh yes Aaron Donald type impact for that for that Eagles defensive line. He was he was one of the reasons certainly that they had that year and that they won the Super Bowl and that that defensive line was so dominant. Um, but hey, it's gonna be interesting. There's there's some other big names that I want to talk about with Arthur Motes. Uh Another Super Bowl champion with the Rams just signed in the AFC. Uh, we've got some moving and shaking in free agency, Allen Robinson, Devontae Adams, some wide receivers on the move. And of course, we've got to talk about this Cleveland Brands saga. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this and maybe laugh a little bit with Arthur Moats. Before we go to break here and come back for our, our final segment, do a little around the league to wrap this thing up. A reminder, as always. You know, if you're listening to this on SNR, In The Loop, on iHeart, or on Steelers.com, we appreciate you. We love all of our live listeners, but we also have a podcast. And those download numbers, they matter. All oh, our bosses love to see those download numbers. They give us so much praise when we get our subscriptions up. So if you like the show, if you're a friend of the show, if you're listening live but, you you know, you want to take Arthur Motz and Wesley Euler wherever you go on demand at your convenience, Steelers Blitz, wherever you get your podcasts. We're here, we're there, we're everywhere. You subscribe, you leave us a review, you do all those good things. Remember, the. Only a five star or one star review, alright? There's there's no it gray is. there's it no is. gray area here. It's black or white. You either love us or you hate us. Nobody thinks that we're just okay. Uh Steelers Blitz, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe there, download all that good stuff. Uh help us get our numbers up. And uh, you know, then Arthur Motes and I can just become internet rich and we'll do this whole thing from hey. home. We'll do this whole th- whole thing from home on a stream all the time and we'll get the stream sponsored and you know, etc. etc. We'll keep it rolling. But this is the Steelers <laughs> Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes I'm Wesley Euler again on the other side. Uh, Got a couple more of your tweets that we're going to get to. And let's discuss some of these things going on around the league. It's been a little while since we've done an around the league segment. And we'll do that when we return on the other side. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.